This is the Alchemized Life Podcast. I'm your host, Ava Johanna, and I am so grateful to have you here joining me for yet another soul expansive conversation. My intention with every episode is to show you through storytelling and in-depth conversations that you, yes, you, are capable of creating anything you desire. Alongside yours truly, you'll hear from thought leaders and industry voices, and together we will teach you how to come alive in your authentic expression and remember the infinite power of your soul. We're covering topics like wealth, worthiness, the pursuit of your passions, and you'll be inspired to break all the rules of living an ordinary life. You were truly put on this planet to have it all. The thriving spiritual practice, the steamy relationship, the income, and the impact. So together, let's align with our divine selves and alchemize your life. Hey everyone, welcome back to The Alchemized Life. I feel like this episode is such a big deal because we have officially opened the doors to our eighth round of the Academy of Breath. And I wanted to share a conversation I had with my dear friend Emily last week on Instagram on the podcast because we just covered so many topics as to why the Academy of Breath is, in my opinion, one of the best breathwork and meditation teacher trainings around. Emily is not only a dear friend of mine that I met years ago, and if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, then you've heard her on The Alchemized Life, but she also went through the Academy of Breath over this past year, and it was so much fun to support her and to see her bring breathwork and meditation not only into her life, but into her work that she does with her clients. She's an intuitive energy healer, specializes in Reiki and shadow work, and I absolutely love her so very much and love this conversation so much because I think that it's going to give you a really good idea of why the Academy of Breath stands out, what you can expect, also to be able to hear my perspective as well as someone who has gone through the AOB is just really valuable. So, Over the next week, the Academy of Breath is officially open for enrollment. We start on February 2nd, 2023, which is next Thursday. It's a 12-week breathwork and meditation teacher training, blending science and mysticism. And over the course of the 12 weeks, you're going to learn eight different breathwork techniques and three different styles of meditation. Now, the types of breathwork that we include inside of the Academy of Breath are what I like to call everyday breathwork practices. Yes, you are absolutely going to experience that breath high, but also these are practices that are gentle enough to incorporate into every single day so that breathwork becomes a consistent part of your life. We all know that change happens through the consistent daily habits that we incorporate into our life, and that's what gets me so excited about all of these practices. They really are so potent at creating lasting change in our minds, how we feel emotionally, how we show up outside in the world, our careers, our relationships. I mean, I could go on and on for hours and we definitely get into it in this episode. So without further ado, enjoy this conversation between Emily and I. Head to the show notes for your options for enrolling in this round of the Academy of Breath. And if you have any questions at all, feel free to send us an email, hi at avajohanna.com, or you can also send us a DM on Instagram. All right, y'all, I hope to see some of you inside of this round of the Academy Academy of Breath. We are all so freaking excited for it to start next week, and I hope that you enjoy this conversation. Hello, gorgeous. How are you? I'm, <laughs> I'm so good. good. We actually How did an um, hour-long breath journey inside of AOB for the group, and so Lexi was the one that was actually leading it, so I got to get a nice little breathwork 
session in prior to hopping on here. I I need to watch the replay. I wanted to, but mm-hmm. this has, like I said, like this has been a week and I, I was going to go talk about this in my stories, but I was finding myself resisting mm-hmm. my yeah. breath practice <laughs> this morning. Now, Navigating the like, I started it, but I'm like, I don't want to do this. And just navigating those feelings inside and giving myself grace and ease, which you often talk about, like, not every practice is going to yeah. be perfect, nor does it, there's no such thing as perfect. So, I know, so I don't know we've ever done you. this before, have we? Oh my gosh. We haven't. No, we haven't. <laughs> But yeah, I was like, wait, who's going, who's going first? Yeah, I was actually just thinking about how years ago you came on my podcast and I came over to your house in West Hollywood and we went live or we didn't go live together, but we recorded a podcast. And so it's just so amazing how, I mean, in 2018, our paths crossed in Tulum and met in Tulum and here we are today. And it's so funny. I think I started following you when you were still yeah, in Asana. Uh-huh, probably. That was a really long time ago. But yeah, thank you for giving me You're my so first welcome. podcast experience. <laughs> thank you. I, I mean, I hope it went well. I hope people enjoyed it because I was so, I remember I was so nervous. I was like, I feel like I'm going to fumble my words. I was not doing any kind of embody work at the time I was simply just continuing mm-hmm. continuing on with Reiki there was construction going on yeah. in my building like it was just it felt felt like a mercury <laughs> retrograde well day, so. you know what I bet it was amazing and it's also back hundreds of episodes now by this point so we'll have to do uh, a, a re a redo of it regardless because there's so much more that I know you have stepped into over the past three years, four years since we did that, um, as well as myself. And so it feels like this is such a perfect and exciting time for us to be connecting. And I just feel so grateful that we've remained in touch over these years. Same. And heard my manifestation. Uh-huh. I was be like, maybe we'll uh-huh. for a redo. Intuitive as fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm very proud of how far we've come and all the work that we put in. I have witnessed you, which is why I've turned to you for mentorship so many times, because I will only turn to people I trust, people I feel aligned with, people I feel safe with. And so I would love for you to share more of who you are with the people in my audience that might not know who you are, or what Academy of Breath is, because you have just helped me up level and expand my life mm. in so many ways. I love I'm you so, so much. For. Yeah, I'm so grateful that you are a part of the AOB family and that I have established that level of trust with you as well, because this work is deep, right? Like, you know, this work is like excavating all of the layers of bullshit that we just stack on year after year after year, experience after experience after experience. And so it's vulnerable and it's delicate. And I just feel so grateful to be able to do this work. And, you know, 
over the years of me really devoting my life to breathwork and meditation, I have just seen how impactful it really can be when you're in the right space. And, you know, I guess I can start there as far as like my inspiration for where I'm at today. When I was first teaching breathwork and meditation and breathwork and meditation for me were kind of like the moment that I started practicing yoga and then going into my yoga teacher training, I was like, that's the direction I want to go into. Um, I like to think it might be because I'm a little bit lazy when it comes to working out that I was like, oh, this is a part of yoga as well, too. Amazing. I can just sit here on my couch and not do a million chaturangas. Um, I kid, but I just fell in love with breathwork and meditation. And initially it was an aspect of my, um, an aspect of my yoga teaching class, my, my yoga teaching, my vinyasa classes and my hatha classes. And it was really incredible because no one else was really doing that, at least in the spaces that I was teaching. I was teaching at like Aloe Yoga, Bandir, very like physical driven studios. And I brought breathwork and meditation into those spaces. And a lot of people had never experienced it before and were having these really incredible moments with themselves in the classes. Um, I taught at several different studios across LA and a lot of people started coming to me around other breathwork experiences that they were having. So I would have friends call me up at like 10 o'clock at night and be like, I just finished this breathwork class at so-and-so studio and I had this really crazy experience and I don't know, like I just doesn't, it's feeling so like I, I need someone to talk through. Like, is this normal? Is the way that the teacher showed up for me normal? And I had just heard so many different horror stories of people going into breathwork experiences. And I had seen also really traumatic experiences for people. Um, going through a breathwork journey and not having a safe facilitator there to, yep, <laughs> to really be able to hold them through what it is that we're doing. And people don't understand that you can't just go to a breathwork workshop and be like, oh, I understand how to cue this thing and what the breath practice is. Now I can go be a teacher. Like that's not how it works. It's something that intrinsically works with your nervous system, with your subconscious, with the part of you that stores trauma. And so many people go into these experiences carrying trauma and what happens, it comes up. And so if you don't know how to hold space for somebody in that type of experience, you're going to walk out of that or that person is going to walk out of that experience more, li more likely than not more harmed than experiencing the goodness of what the breath offers us. And so that was, yeah, go ahead. I interject yes. on that because that's something I talk about so much, not just with somatic practices like breath work, but when you play around in the energetic realms, if you are an energy healer, energy worker, intuitive coach, you have no idea what somebody has locked into their subconscious or unconscious mind. I remember I had an experience with a client a couple of years ago. We had one intention for the session, but trauma came up. I had to know exactly in that moment how to hold mm -hmm. the safest space for her as possible, keep her nervous system regulated and effectively bring her out of it move that emotion through her body 
and let that transmute. And it's really unfortunate that not many people are aware of it or choose to be aware of it and do the work necessary in yeah, order to hold that sure. space. And I don't think that anyone's doing it with malicious intent. It's just a lack of awareness. And I think also a lot of modeling in the coaching and healing space that you don't need that. And and in certain cases, there's certain things where I'm like, do you really need a certification in that? Where, But there's other things that, again, are working with our bodies, working with our nervous systems, working with our energetic systems, where you want to know how to hold space for people, not only for the sake of them having a good experience and to not be left like what the fuck just happened, but also like for the sake of your success too. Like you want to be able to be as prepared as possible to create an incredibly transformational experience for your clients. And part of that is understanding how to hold space and the nuances of the human experience that can create a um, a little bit of a derailed effect to your sessions. Like as an example, I had a one-on-one session with one of my clients the other day and we were talking and um, we had gone into the session and she was like, okay, I want to like brainstorm with you. Let's get creative. And then like the moment that we started getting into it, this other thing came up that was really on her heart and she just started crying. And and it was like, okay, I'm not going to be like, let's just, no, let's get back to brainstorming. It's let's, let's actually look at this thing and let me hold you with grace through this specific thing, because this thing takes precedent to like, the creative, the fun, the blah, 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 like all that stuff, even though that's the like sparkly object that we want. If we don't deal with this thing first, then it's going to be really hard to actually get the sparkly object and for it to be real and felt. And so that was one of like the main pieces of inspiration for me with creating the Academy of Breath was like, there are far too many people that are irresponsibly leading these sessions out here that really should not be leading sessions. And I want to create a really accessible way to teach people how simple it is to be a safe space holder and to create a new conversation in the breathwork space that isn't just about like hardcore breathwork, trauma, screaming, laughing, um, you know, like the, the, what we see in like the like, really crazy Instagram ads. I don't know if you get targeted with those sometimes, but I'm just like, Oh no, like that, that does not appeal to me at all. I'm down to heal, but like, I don't, I don't want that. Um, so I wanted to start a conversation that there's more to breathwork than just that. And in fact, if we can expand our perspective of what breathwork is and how we can hold space for clients and how we can bring it into our everyday life, we can actually make this far more accessible and way less woo-woo than um, it has been presented. And I think that more and more people are seeing that. And that's why breathwork has become way more mainstream, especially over the past two years. Yeah. And if I can to a couple different testaments to why I was drawn to Academy of Breath specifically. First of all, because of my initial experience with breath work, I didn't want to touch it with a 10-foot pole. And I'm still having an issue with my breathing because of it. And I think it was about like six years ago at this point, but I think it kicked up something that dysregulated my nervous system in the way it was handled. 
that I, I think I'm going to take some time today after this and stay with this to that initial experience. Cause I don't think I actually did that. I, I mm-hmm. didn't connect mm-hmm. to the part of me that was there experience and honing in on that, but you have presented the information that you share and teach in a way that normalizes it. It feels easily approachable and accessible, whether you have a spiritual practice, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. Everything that you have, I should say, everything you are and everything you've put into this program, it's just jam-packed with all the tools you need to live a healthy, aligned, embodied existence, energetically, mentally, emotionally, mm. just all the ways. So it, it helped me soften up to allowing in the experience that I needed to heal myself and now support my clients in a more expansive, um, in a deeper way. The thing with you and I is like, we had an established trust already, but I can zoom out and I can see how somebody who doesn't really know you yet mm-hmm. can, can feel welcome to this. Well, good. I'm glad. Right. I mean, that's the, my biggest thing is like, I want this to be a space for all. I don't want this to be a space that feels out of reach. I don't want it to be a space that feels too advanced for people or not advanced enough. Like there are so many different layers to it. And for for me, I think I've always just looked at all of my work, whether it's through the Academy of Breath or business coaching as an opportunity to show the world that everything that they desire is within reach. And I think we've done a really good job of that in side of the Academy of Breath because of the structure of the breath itself and how we work to support the people inside too. You know, when I first created the program, it was a six-week program. It was just me running it. It was incredible. And even during during those six weeks, we had people at the end of the six weeks say like, I remember one of the girls I, I, cause at the beginning we had an opening ceremony and I was like, trust me, you're not going to be the same person by the end of the six weeks. And she was like, okay, Ava, for sure. And, uh, she came back to me at the end of the six weeks and she was like, I did not believe you at the beginning of this. I didn't think that that much could change over six weeks time. And who I am today is unrecognizable to who I was six weeks ago. And it's just such a testament not to me but to who you choose to be showing up into this space. And if you desire to lean in and learn and be open and and devote yourself to the breath, to getting to know yourself, to seeing yourself, to stretching yourself in the times where you feel uncomfortable and maybe it's easier for you to lean back and not, your entire world can change through this program, through these practices. And um, it's been really cool to build out the program with the emphasis on I want to change your entire life and I want to show you how breath work and meditation can do so so and now it's a 12-week program we have our small group mentors we have integration sessions I have a whole team around me to make it a really intimate experience and um 
it's just fun too. It's a fun community. I feel like that was another piece of it where I was just like, I don't want this to feel like another cookie cutter, breath worker, yoga teacher training. Like I want to have fun. And my, my personality is fun. I'm, I'm loud. I'm bold. I, I like making jokes. Like I don't want it to be just so serious. Like I want to, I want to show the complexity of these practices and how any person, regardless of what space you're in, regardless of your personality, regardless of how loud or how soft your voice is, can bring these practices into your work and into your into your personal life as well. And you're somebody who wants to see others win. This isn't a program where somebody is being taught like you are the one and only, you have to rely on me. Like none of that. None of that. You genuinely have the intention of helping people and allowing others to rise with you, not putting yourself above anybody, because that's something else that I'm very mindful and aware of in this space. You know, who am I being connected with? Who is the leader that I want to be? And it's collaboration over competition. So that's just another reason why I loved this so much. And going back to what you were saying about your client who, or the student that was a little skeptical about, is this going to change me? It has no choice but to change you because you're changing who you are being by working with your energy, your nervous system. You are breaking through all of those stagnant areas that have held on to emotional imbalances, trauma, like whatever it is, you are literally going through transformation mm-hmm. from the inside out. Yeah. It's this. pretty cool. I mean, I think that's yeah. why I get really excited about like all of the science portions of it, because it's like, look, all of this data tells us that like literally by the end of this program, if you really commit, like your brain is not going to be the same brain as it was at the beginning. And it's just, it, I get, obviously I get so amped up about it because, you know, there's, there's purpose in that as well too. You know, one of the, one of the big things that we share about is like in, within a um, eight week practice, meditating 10 minutes a day, all of the different aspects of your brain structure that are altered and how neuroimaging shows us that. And so it's like, there's purpose in us being together for 12 weeks because by week eight, you are going to see that. And that's, you know, not even, or a little bit more than halfway through the program, you're going to see a big difference in how you show up, how you perceive the world reactions versus responses. Um, how you, how you connect with other people, how you, your awareness around like what you're experiencing. And I just love it so much because when I first created AOB, I had done so from like, I'm devoted to these practices. I've seen them work in my life. I see them work with my clients. I use them in yoga classes. I use them in meditation classes. And I hope that this works for people. And so it makes me really excited because now with over 430 people who have gone through this program, and I think we're at 32 people now for our for our upcoming round, we, we have seen over and over and over again that like it's not just me that it works for it's it's the people that really are like okay I'm here I'm gonna work with my system I'm gonna work with 
my energy. I'm going to work with my mind and I'm going to, I'm going to commit. I'm going to do this. And I think that that's the biggest thing is like, if you're showing up for IOB, if you want to do this, like decide to do it, commit to it. And I promise you it will change your life. Yeah. I'm kind of frustrated still that I had to travel right at the was something I really wanted to commit to. I am someone that's struck commitment, especially if it's for a lengthy period of time. And I was gung-ho. I was really excited about it. Went out of the country for two, two and a half weeks where somebody else was guiding me through mm. different breath work, which was throwing me off a little bit. And while I love and appreciate them, I'm just like, I, this yeah. is not what I <laughs> need right now. Like I want to go Myself craving academy of breath. Like I couldn't wait to jump back into it when I got back, but it's still like I felt behind. But it was just a nice reminder that I can catch up, up, like I can keep up in my own way, do the practices, and you know, what can I extract from this personally to learn more about myself? Where do I push myself? Where can I give myself more? Again, grace, ease, compassion, whatever it is, because ultimately this is our health, our wellness, personal development. So I just, I love, I just love this. I love you. I love that you created this space and it really is so, so helpful. And I think I shared this on one of your, <laughs> one of your many masterclasses that I've joined today that I, I got the reminder of how and where I've been inconsistent in my own personal practice and how that's affecting my professional practice and my business. So what can I do to build consistency, self-trust, and more self-reliance this year? And for me, that is sitting down and doing breath work and, med and meditation every morning, regardless of whether or not I need to do self-reiki that day, I need to come back to my breath because I've done so much emotional intelligence work. I am only going deeper with my self-regulation tools. And I, I literally just want to shout from the rooftops how important nervous system regulation is and how effective mm -hmm. breath work is. To yeah. There's, there's a new study that came out actually comparing breath work to meditation and I love both and studies are showing that breath work is actually more effective for nervous system regulation than breath work or excuse me, than meditation is. And so it's just more and more people are waking up to it. There's no better time than now to learn it. And for those of you that here that are space holders to incorporate it into your work, because people are going to be asking for it and people are going to be paying attention to the people that actually offer it. I will say, I think I even got the download when I first started AOB, like my intuition was like, you mm -hmm. need to pair this with Reiki, like this offer this in your business. And I've noticed personally and professionally with myself and my clients doing an intuitively guided breathwork practice before guiding them into whether it's an Asui or Holy Fire Reiki experience 
it allows them to soften up, to open up, to feel more trusting, more comfortable, more safe, and to allow the energy to connect with them, to connect with them on, in a deeper way. So it has just supported my practice. I, when you're working with the right practitioner, when you're learning from somebody experienced, you really... Yeah. You can't fuck it up. Like it can for sure. 100%. And I am so grateful for my own teachers. I'm so grateful for the work that I'm doing behind the scenes with new teachers this year. It's, it's, it's important work. It's deep work, you know, full circle from the beginning of this conversation. Um, and I don't take it lightly at all because the power that we have to create change using these practices, combining them with other practices, as you mentioned as well. Like, I love the idea of Reiki and breath work. Um, it's just, it just makes everything work better because when your nervous system is not in a defensive state and it's open and it's has, has a tolerance to consume and absorb information and new sensations and new feelings of safety. It's like a completely different result that you get because priming your nervous system is really like, I mean, it's like the preparation that would go into baking, baking a cake or whatever it might be that need, like the more organized you are, that's like, that's how it feels like to me is like, you're going to be more successful when you have something that works directly with your nervous system in anything else that you do. That's why I always say, if you're just doing mindset work by itself, it's probably going to take you a really long time to change your mind. Absolutely. And something else, being of organization, what you've also helped awaken me to was how to set a more effective mm-hmm. open space. Like I, of how you open up your master classes, your sessions, you support your people and in dropping into their bodies. And I actually used that last night. I was speaking at a virtual event with more people than I've ever spoken in front of professionally. And there were a couple panelists. I was sharing my intuitive insight on the energies of 2023. And I was the second to last to go, but before I went, I said, you know what? I would love to take a minute to drop into the body, settle in, and show people how to, what am I trying to say? I wor- I'm losing, I've been no losing my words this entire week. Um, just allowing themselves Mm -hmm. to feel feel their own presence release any scattered energy the excitement or overwhelm they might be feeling because of the events or whatever happens leading up to the event in the day to open up to really feeling into and their own intuition while allowing themselves to use their discernment with what i was about to share because I said, not everything will resonate with you. And if it doesn't, I invite you to just leave it be. Like, let it move along. 
but also pay attention to anywhere you're getting more insight, where you're feeling a deeper Mm -hmm. resonancy with. And everyone loved it. And it's only, it's helped me me be Mm -hmm. more calm before speaking engagement, before posting on Instagram on days I feel a little more scattered or anxious. Like, I just appreciate that, that you've really taught me how to drop in and be more aware of my mm. body, be more present. I love that. Aware. Yeah, it's it's a stark difference when you don't have that versus when you do. I can totally feel the difference in my energy. Even yesterday, before the Money and Magnetism Masterclass, I have weekly calls with my team um, preparing for our AOB launch. And um, for whatever reason, I thought that the masterclass was like an hour later and so I was just like doing my thing and then I was like let me see what I have going on at this time if I have anything in between and there was like 20 minutes to go and you know I had everything prepared for it but I was like still in my pajamas and stuff and I was like oh shit okay and I like ran to the bathroom did my makeup got into an outfit and then when I sat down and still had like 10 minutes to go I was just sitting in front of my computer breathing like I'm here I'm grounded I made it let me drop in And had I not taken that moment, I would have brought so much more frenetic energy into the space, which isn't serving me. And it's also not serving the people that paid to be in a room with me. So um, it's one of my favorite practices and one of the most simple things to do. And it's not even like a fancy breath practice. It's literally just like, let me breathe for a moment and feel my breath, feel my heart, feel my physical body existing in this moment. And then let me talk, then let me lead, then let me hold space. I just realized I had a podcast interview the other day and I started off strong and then ended up getting really scattered because of something. And I realized I I had the intention of doing or and didn't. I didn't. And it really, it really does help even on days that I fight. I think I started doing a streak this morning. I was like, nope. I'm going to just move along to my day. But I know that before I go to sleep tonight, oh, yeah. I'm going to do another practice because you got to keep running away from you got to do the practice that Lexi or- led today for the, for the community, because there's Vastrika, there's Kapalabhati, there's equal ratio, but it's so good. It's so good. And a part of me is screaming oh. inside, like, please don't make me do this. Day in this comfy zone. Told, I shouldn't have told you what best practices are. <laughs> it's fine. I would have opened my laptop and be like, yeah. It's, no. it's a, it was a really incredible practice. And I think, you know, like just going back to like the AOB piece, it's, I love that we're, we're doing things like this inside of AOB. That's like, we're going on a three week, three week breath journey for all of our alumni. This isn't, paid it's not extra it's we wanted to do this for y'all to just ignite your fire at the beginning of the year and I think um it's just another special piece of the community where it, it's it's not about how many what we can get from you it's really about like what we can give to you yeah exactly like I said I I feel that I feel who is truly in alignment who is authentic and that's what more people have to pay attention to because there is 
so much shiny object syndrome and glitter promises out there, but the work that has to be done in between has to be led to a very safe capacity. I already do feel very intuitively. I have to watch today's breath. I think you'll really love it. It was really good. Everyone loved it. There was some big messages that came through for people. So. Yeah. What's great is that I appreciate that you're not just sharing one type of breath work. Like there are multiple practices, each and AOB where the goal is for all of us to intuit what we need. What do we need on any given day? How can I support myself? What do I need more support with? And we can cherry pick those practices to make the perfect practice for us in that moment. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, totally. Everyday breath work. That's, that's the, the tools that you will learn inside of AOB. You know, like I said, there's the other techniques that are a, li- a, a little bit, a lot more intense and are incredible with the right person and also aren't meant to be every single day. But if you realize, yeah. one, how identity work works, how change in the nervous system works, how reprogramming works, how the breath works, a holistic tool then you know that you can't just do something once a month or once every couple months in order to get change. That's just like a blip and a moment of realization. But the truth is, if you want to change, it's the everyday habits. It's what you do and who you are on a day-to-day basis. And doesn't mean you have to be perfect with it, but it does mean that you do need tools that align with everyday practices. And so um, that's the, the, the pragmatic realist inside of me, where I think that a lot of people have that shiny object syndrome when it comes to breath work. They're not really thinking about change on a holistic scale and looking at like the actual like hard science of hard neuroscience of what it takes to heal, to change, to transform. Um, and only looking at it from like, there's that moment, that instant gratification of me feeling high of me feeling a release, but what follows that? That's what I'm more concerned with and more interested in. And that's why we teach what we teach inside of AOB. You know, it just, what's been popping in my mind at the session the energy I feel with you and AOB is both, it's a beautiful balance of masculine and feminine energy. The way you present the information is from a very healthy masculine energy with what you're sharing, which is a lot of divine feminine, a lot of the healing aspect, intuitive aspects, you're really blending it all together together whereas and this is not to speak any ill will towards anybody else but the energy I pick off of like Wim Hof Mm -hmm. feels very masculine um a little a little too heavy for my what and so before AOB came along before you had this program barely anybody 
talking about breath work. All you really mm-hmm. heard about was Wim Hof. And you brought in something to the collective that was, I don't think we all yeah. knew that we needed. And I that that's just one of the reasons why it has reached the success that it has yeah. and that why it continues to grow. It's it's the energy that you've cultivated fulfilling a need from the collective that more and more people are waking mm, up to and resonating. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was a piece of it for me as well, too. I had done trainings that felt very like science driven, very like by the book, straightforward, but lacked the, the essence of first and foremost, where these practices come from, which I feel like is so important to pay respect to. Um, but also like the heart of these practices too, the feminine, right? The the pulse that uh, connects us to how these practices get to work through us and and for us. Um, and then on the other side of it, there were pro- er, trainings and, and um, certifications that I had gone through and had also been exposed to, but hadn't taken that were very much in the like ethereal, floaty, non-graspable realm where I just don't think that that is accessible for most people. And like your example of Wim Hof is that's a very specific market of like biohacking type A, let's go hike Everest in our board shorts without shoes on and get frostbite. And I mean, I'm, and I'm, and I'm obviously making a joke about this. I love Wim Hof. I think he's incredible. I love his energy. He's hilarious. I love Wim Hof breath. Um, and it's obviously appealing to a very specific market. Whereas there's the other techniques. And like, I got freaked out when I first heard about it. I'm just like, it just feels Oh, too, my dad too was like, that guy doesn't exist. I'm like, no dad, he is a real human being. He did do these things. Um, and then like a year later, he's like, the guy you told me about, he really does do these things. I'm like, I told you. Um, but there's there's that market. And then there's also the market of like head in the clouds. And, and that's fine. But I don't think that we're going to get, my, my mission at least is to get breathwork into every single household across this planet. I know it's a really big mission, but like, let's go. And I think in order to do that, we need to speak to both sides of the spectrum. And so that was that was part of my mission was to really bridge the gap between mysticism and science and create a space where we can speak to both or speak to one or the other based on who we're talking to so that we're not gatekeeping these practices that really have the potential to change people's lives. I want to ask you something quickly because I just started thinking about a limiting belief for me that came up when I stepped into AOB. And I know if I had this limiting belief, other people do too, because there's so much imposter syndrome running rampant. A lot of people still struggling with their self-worth, especially if they're new to space holding, if they are stepping into spiritual entrepreneurship or entrepreneurship in the health and wellness fields. My my belief at the time was, do I really want to do this? Because the market feels mm-hmm. oversaturated. What I say to somebody who might feel like they're not going to stand out 
or how can they tap into their personal power? Yeah, I think that's such a great question. And, you know, I think at certain points, we all have those moments where we question, can I really do this? Or what's special about me? And I personally have had many moments of that, especially, you know, teaching in LA, I feel very grateful because when I was living in LA, I wasn't only teaching yoga, I was teaching meditation and breath work, and many people were not teaching breath work yet. So um, I was a bit of a trailblazer in that regard, as far as like the breath work styles that we teach inside of the Academy of Breath. But with that in mind, I wanted to create a space that encouraged individuality and not just cutting out these like carbon copies of exactly how I teach the exact prompts that I would use the exact cues so that you sound like me. So over the course of the 12 weeks that we're together, the core of your work inside of the Academy of Breath is embodiment. And when you are really embodying these practices, not only does that create such a depth of confidence because you're in integrity with what it is that you're learning and what it is that you are going on to teach people, but you're developing a really individual experience and relationship to how these practices work within your unique system so that you can speak to the experiences and the sensations and the, and the circumstances that arise when you're doing Kapalabhati or when you're doing Nadi Shodama or when you are going through your own visualization. And so that has always been really important to me from the very beginning is how do we help people to own their voice so that they're not one of many, but they're one in a million. And um, what we've done to support that, not only really emphasizing, do these practices embody this work on a, on a day-to-day basis, but we've also created a curriculum that far expands besides just the learning the techniques themselves, but different ways that you can incorporate them into your work. Um, as well as different masterclasses to really help you hone in on what your unique voice is and to just get clear of like what your teaching style is. And throughout the entirety of the training as well, you also have access to myself, to Lexi, to our small group mentors, so that you can workshop with us any ideas that come up. Um, We really encourage like being intuitively guided, not only in your practice, but in the ideas and the inspiration that arise within your practice. And I always tell people like, even if it doesn't make sense, there's a reason you're receiving this guidance. Go for it. Go for it. Like this morning when I was um, doing my workout, I had this idea for a um, program that's like free, a freemium program, let's call it like you would see in the app store, a freemium program. And I was like, I've never seen anyone do this before. I don't even know how it's going to work. But it's exciting. It feels cool. And this is, this is innovation, right? And so I think that it comes with commitment to your practice, commitment to sitting with yourself, commitment to um, taking the time to sit with yourself before you start plugging into other spaces that would be the, um, would, would provide I do those things that would provide you with the energy of, can I really do this or imposter syndrome? Like, I think that when you get really good and have spent time with your own personal practice and staying plugged into your own power before you plug into other spaces, 
you realize quite quickly that like, there's no one else with your special sauce. And, you know, as easy it is, as it is for me to say this now, part of it is just fucking doing it, going for it, leaning in, letting it be messy, letting it be imperfect, having those thoughts be there, but not letting those thoughts stop you from like still showing up and teaching. And the thing that I remember and will always hold at like the forefront of my mind when it comes to fear, doubt, imposter syndrome, insecurity, is that the work is bigger than you. The work is bigger than you. The work is bigger than me. Okay. Your ego is telling you no. Okay. The fear is saying slow down. Okay. The doubt says stop. I don't really care. Honestly, I'm at a point where I don't really care what any of those voices say, because I realize that like what I'm here doing and the mission that I have is so much bigger than like the very comfort of my mind and the fueling of the illusions that the mind likes to create. I am right there with you. I don't know if you saw my story the other day, but I went ahead and deleted 500 people off of my and felt mm-hmm. waves of energy return to me. And it significantly decreased my following count, which I was obsessed with for so long because I have had my business since 2016. And now, again, don't have even 2,000 followers, but people slide into my DMs thinking I'm new here because of how many people follow me. And like, it just goes to show how there's still a lot of um, need for Mm -hmm. aesthetic, how we perceive that we need our aesthetic to look a certain way. Like we need specific metrics, but I came back to the reminder and I felt it as I was deleting people and spammy accounts and bots. Like this is not about me. My mission is, too big. I'm incredibly clear on what I'm here to do. I'm not shying away from talking more about what I do, which service level for some people might think I'm nuts, but when you really go down the spiritual and energetic rabbit holes, you know, you'll find there are bigger communities than we think. This is all big. It's not about us. We have simply awakened to the mm-hmm. to the call that we've been given to be of service mm-hmm. to guide one hundred percent and um you know there's two things there I think to just like put a um bookend to what you just said when I created the account. Academy of breath. I didn't think that I created the Academy of breath. I thought that I was like the chosen person that like the idea came to. And I was like, okay, like I have to fulfill this. And it's so funny because I was having a conversation, um, just the other day with a, um, potential partner and, um, an idea that I had about a year ago that I didn't really move forward with, um, because it would be a significant investment that would require investors. And I just didn't have the time to be able to dive into it. When I had this call with the partner, they 
reflected back the idea to me. And I was like, I was laughing on the call because I was just like, this is literally like exactly what I wanted to do and what I wanted to create. And it's exciting that we're here having this conversation now. Obviously, it's done a little bit because I was like, I wanted to be the one to create this. But at the same time, it's like, it's back. It came back to me, right? And so I think it's just a reminder that like the desires that you have to serve, to teach, to lead, to heal, to help people. If you don't follow through and start leaning in and taking action on it, don't think that it's just going to go away. The voice is only going to get louder. It's going to return one way or another. And who you are six months from now, a year from now, two years from now is going to thank you for deciding that today is the day that you finally show up and do the damn thing. So I think that that's just like one of the most important important things to remember is that like, it's not just about you. And it's not you creating it, you thinking of it, you designing it, like you are being chosen for a certain reason by a higher power to fulfill the desires that you have in your heart to create and to teach and to lead in the way that you desire to. Um, So there's that piece of it that I wanted to share. And then talking and like, I needed to hear that so perfect you know, that I feel like you need to extract that as a sound I know we're gonna turn this into a podcast a I've already decided I was like this conversation's too good <laughs> it always says it's true it's it's not ours it was delivered to us to birth to enact to take action on and I think that's also um very quickly that's why I have been drawn to offering a new type of session called business alchemy sessions where we're conversing with not only your business as its own entity but a specific program Mm -hmm. what does it need from you on its own to to serve the people it needs to serve because it didn't come Mm -hmm. from us it came through us with the fact that you said that. I love that. Yeah. I mean, so the other piece is just going back to like the imposter syndrome conversation, just to put everything in perspective for people that are desiring to teach meditation, teach breath work, you know, to like enroll in the Academy of Breath. um, We are in an echo chamber online where it feels like everyone already teaches breath work. Everyone already knows meditation, but the reality is or just the tiniest little subset. And I'll give you a perfect example of that. I went and taught a live in-person yoga class out here in Austin at the Aloe Yoga Store in South Congress a couple months ago. And we had 18 people inside of the class. It was so much fun. And um, Aloe Yoga, a yoga studio, a yoga brand, they have Aloe Moves, which is a library of thousands of videos around mindfulness and yoga and breath work. And I asked at the beginning of class, who has ever done breath work before? And two people raised their hands. And one of them was my friend. We might think that it's a saturated industry, but the reality is there's 7 billion people on this planet. And I can guarantee that there are people that are only going to resonate with the way in which you share. So Oversaturation does not exist in my world, especially when there's only one you. That, I had to, I'm still walking myself through that because I remember 
before I was led into this work, I was a makeup artist for so many years. And I brought that same imposter syndrome into Reiki because it felt like everyone and their mother was learning Reiki. Literally, their mothers. Well, like, my mother's a Reiki healer. And like, why am I not standing out? It's not about jumping to the next thing and finding your thing so that you're the one and only. No one is the one and only. Maybe the way you serve, it's about you anchoring into your mission and why you were led and drawn to be of service in the way that you were and being confident in that, gaining a healthy tunnel vision to to lead in the way only you can. And sometimes we still get lost in that and there's so much noise and we forget our why. But breath work and meditation are such incredible tools to, to turn you back inwards, drop back into your heart, into your body, and be reminded of who the fuck you are and what you came here to do. And that was the same thing I, I feel into with Reiki. I, I freaking love Reiki. I love energy work. I could talk about it for hours. But adding breath work to my practice has only up-leveled me and continues to do so. So if anyone is on the fence, which I rarely see anyone on the fence with you, I'm so grateful I made that it makes decision. me really happy that you did too. And I know we had gone back and forth a little bit about like, is it right? I'm going to be traveling and, you know, all of the things. But, you know, I think the gift of AOB is like once you're in, you're in, you know? It's the, it's the, um, the family that you can call upon and lean on and plug back into whenever, after you decide to join us and do so in whatever way feels good for you as well, too. We have certain people that are on every single call, every alumni call, every bonus, every Facebook live are in the Facebook group. And then we have people that kind of plug in and plug out. We have some people that, you know, joined us in the first round of AOB and are just starting to come back around and jump into classes again. And it's like, we're here. Our doors are open. Our arms are open for you to be in this space, however it best serves you. You do that. <laughs> the offer is always on the table. <laughs> yeah, I was, I almost started pressuring somebody last year to join. I'm like, use my affiliate And like, I think she just, she knew she wanted to jump in into uh, breathwork practitioner training, but for whatever reason, she's like, now's not the time, which intuitive is like, I'm oh, really, it's, it's enough time. But um, I think you just, when you know you're drawn to a specific modality and a specific facilitator, mm -hmm. you have to trust that mm -hmm. because we can make any mm -hmm. excuse in the book as to why not take the risk, take the leap, take a chance. I do remember um, finance were a big issue for me at the time but I'm somebody if I know how and where I'm being guided I'll go to heaven and earth yeah. to yeah. make it happen because we are being guided 
we're going to be supported. We just have to okay. get creative and think outside of the box. But you do very accessible, which it, it's really, it's hard to say no. Like you present all the facts, you give people an invitation to join you. And what I also respect about you is that if somebody's a no, mm-hmm. that's fine. You don't after them, you don't bully, mm-hmm. you don't yeah. harass anybody. That really, I know if I'm paying attention to that. Yeah, I mean, that just doesn't feel good to me. I don't want anyone in my world that doesn't want to be there or isn't ready to be there because I know that it's not going to work in the way that it would if they are ready. And we've had plenty of people that are like, ah, I can't join this round, but I want to join. Like, what are later dates? And I remember in the beginning, I was like, oh, but I really want them to join now. And I think it was like a lack of maturity there. And also like, also not totally knowing like the entire vision of what AOB was. And so it was like, but this is the one. And now I'm just like, we're here. Like, if you want to join our round in February, join our round in February. If it's not the right timing, we have another round in June. If that's not right either, we have another one in September. We're not going anywhere. Um, the only the only difference is like when you're ready or not. And when you are, you know, if you have the ability to, and it's just fear standing in the way when you're ready to like lean in past the fear. Um, but we're, we're going to be here regardless, no matter what. And it's only getting better. So um, when the time is right, the time is right. And I trust that it'll always be in perfect timing. With that being said, <laughs> before we get kicked off of this, yeah, how can people uh, So we currently have our wait list. If you go to, I know I'm doing this on the Academy of Breath page. Um, if you go to academyofbreath.org, it will um, it will give you the option to sign up for our wait list. Our doors open on the 24th of this month. We have a five-month payment plan. We have a payment pay, pay in full option as well too. Um, and then in addition to that, if you want a little bit more um uh free resources before we jump into or before you jump into and are like a full body yes for AOB. I'm hosting a two-day free training on the 23rd and the 24th called the iconic coach training and really going to be diving deeper into the conversation you and I have had today as far as the neuroscience goes, different a breathwork practice that you can start using today with yourself and with clients, where most coaches and space uh, healers get it wrong and struggle to actually see results with their clients and and um, it's going to be a really fun, high energy two day training that I'm super excited for. And um, I know that's in the link in our bio, but academyofbreath.org for the wait list. Uh, and then the link inside of the Academy of Breath Instagram page bio has the um, free training. You should join. Yes. Everybody yeah. should. Join. And I know you have a link as well, uh, too. And so I want people to use your link. I use my link (laughs) for anyone watching I'm happy to answer any more questions about how this has um, changed my life and supported me especially as um, a predominantly energetic healer um, and how how breathwork pairs just so beautifully with other modalities especially Reiki I know I was a little rambly through this because again <laughs> I should have done some breath work before we I, we are continually our own students so 
I'm so grateful that we got to have this conversation. So fun. I (laughs) tell you all the time. I love you and I appreciate you. And I'm just so, I'm so grateful to have you as an expander too, because I don't know if I ever shared this with you, but there have been periods in my life where I saw friends and peers pass me by with their success. And it's brought up so many feelings of competition and inadequacy in myself, but I allowed myself to lean into them and retract any projections, turn inward and ask myself, what can I learn from this person? What have they moved through? And I, I, I've seen a lot of people as well as myself almost allow people to, to fall away from their lives who, who didn't have to because of their own insecurity. And I'm grateful I leaned into what I did because you've taught me so much. And I, I do feel like a stronger, clearer, more powerful version of myself every time I walk mm-hmm. out of an experience with you, especially like Yesterday, I got very clear guidance on an idea that I had that I was like, who's going to do this? This is something I really want to do, but are they going to do? Of course, they're going to fucking do it because I'm powerful and I'm so great at what I do. And I know the transformation that comes through the people that I work with. And I feel mm-hmm. like a proud mama bear when I get to this. But I always cry when we talk about this, mm-hmm. when I get to witness the people that I work with, just hit breakthrough after breakthrough and you are one of the people who have who has um allowed that to yes I love you so much I'm so grateful we got to have this conversation I'm so excited to see what you birth into the world it's gonna be incredible and um yeah just thank you for giving me the space to also share I feel like we got to go really deep into the different nuances of the work that I do as well as how our work and our world have collided and I'm just so 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 happy with this conversation and love you so much love you